Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. This is the podcast about the radio show. You can get it on your own or on our own DA show feed, podcast feed, or its own permission granted podcast feed, or inside the free Odyssey app where you can not only listen to podcasts of the show and permission granted podcast, but also One Giant Step and New York Accent. That's right. Is that right? I'm promoting the whole array of programming here. <laughs> because, you know, for people that listen to shows that they really love, Nowadays, what you're doing is you're listening to extended programming about said show. You might have a TV show that you love and then go to a podcast that it explains the show. True. Or analyze the show. Or if you listen to a favorite radio show, they might have a producer's podcast or a, a different podcast of stuff you don't hear on the air. So now there's entire podcast networks built around certain shows. That is true. They call them channels at this point. Channels, right? And this is not only in sports, but everywhere. So why not let everybody know all the places they can get all of our content? That's true. They may want more us in some way, shape, or form. I like it, yeah. I kind of felt like the kid in Little Giants there. When you just said One Giant Step, my ears pricked up. I said, One Giant Step? That's me. Wait, (laughs) Hand the ball to Johnny. I'm Johnny. (laughs) So, tomorrow's a big day. Because Thursday morning show has a musical guest, and we're going to unveil the date of the Bob's Bar show. How many people would you say would be too many for your parents for Bob's Bar? It's a great point. I've sort of teased the Twitch audience a little bit into saying we're only giving away 25 tickets uh, and whatnot. I, I don't know because I've seen, obviously, parties in my parents' house of upwards of 100 people. Wow. That being said, you know, that's not 100 strangers. It's usually, you know, family and friends of family and whatnot. So I don't know because here's the thing. I do anticipate a larger crowd than last year. But, you know, 
last year, relatively speaking, was a, a nice-sized crowd, but it only really involved a handful of listeners. How much do we really expect it to boom? You know what I mean? Everybody right. can say they're coming. How many yes. people really are going to come? So I don't know. I, 50? I I wonder how many listeners want to show up for this versus reality sets in and they really do show up for it. I think that's a totally different yeah. number. Because you gotta you gotta fly into New York. You gotta make it at least a two day thing if you're gonna fly, or if you drive at least a one day, one night thing. And it's not cheap. No. So nor are we funding the, <laughs> you have the ability to fund anything here. There's a reason it's at this bar, not a real bar. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see. I think we came to a date that is good for all parties. Good for us, good for your parents, good for the listeners. It's not on a holiday weekend. That's a hint. It's not on a big holiday weekend. Is that another hint? <laughs> so I think it's I think it's going to be good, but we'll see. I mean, is there going to be somebody that flies from Arkansas ties this into their New York family vacation? Is there going to be somebody that drives up from Baltimore or drives in from Maine or something like that? Will they be crashing at one of... What's the hotel situation like in your vicinity? Okay, so this is actually a great question. And I think it's worth noting because we do encourage anybody who can and wants to come. Obviously, we want you there. Last year, uh, Greg Caserta infamously stayed at a place some might refer to as a uh, you know a prostitution house. It is not where I would recommend staying. A drug den. A drug den, if you will. Um, maybe it's someplace DA <laughs> might book for me and him on a road trip. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. So where my parents live, again, they're not like on the tarmac of an airport with the with the hotels everywhere. There are a couple of hotels within a couple towns distance, which would extend 15 minutes worth of an Uber drive or a rent-a-car drive away. We're talking about residence inns, Marriott's, that kind of thing. Those are available. But again, remember, you're going to need to figure out, and there's Ubers all over Long Island, either that or have a car rented. It is not as if there's like a subway system on Long Island that will probably take it. It's a Long Island Railroad, but it's more complicated. So you can get a decent hotel, I'm sure, at the time we're picking maybe not the most expensive, which is fine. Although, you know, you never know because it's not like I look at these hotel prices. But they're available, but just know they're not down the block. Okay. We do have the punishment set up, which, if you want me to go over it, the loser of the NIT bracket, this is apart from whatever that Zach Gelb has to do, which is park your cars. <laughs> but apart from that, it's kind of a, a kickoff to the summer, almost – Think of it New Year's Eve Times Square style. The ball drops when Badlands Booker burps into Mraz's face. Yes. That starts everything. Now, if Mraz is the loser of the NIT bracket, he's in a chair. If he's not, he still gets burped in the face. Off. I want that. I want that experience. At that point, we start the countdown. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. At one, loser is wearing nothing but Mraz's oldest New Jersey Nets jersey, underwear, Mraz's actual underwear, over a bathing suit so that we don't get too much for the crowd. And then we're also going to kick the person into the pool right after Badlands slaps them in the face with a kielbasa. And then at that point, noisemakers come out with the crowd. 
Happy New Year, Happy Summer, and then we play the Old Lang Syne. May yeah. all acquaintance be forgotten. Yeah, it's. I mean, look, that is a magical moment <laughs> that that should not be forgotten. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Also, com- comboing this, that, and you should factor this in too. We have no choice if people are flying in to make this rain or shine. So you could also be getting rained on yeah. in theory. Is it? Now, we'll work out some kind of tents or something to keep other people dry. But you could get slapped with a wet kielbasa if it's a rainy, <laughs> rainy day. So it's all kind of coming into to shape. Obviously, getting to this point and getting a punishment that fit was difficult because Pete initially bristled and bucked back at any and all punishments that we wanted to give him. This wouldn't have been our first choice, but yeah. it ultimately became like a combo of other potential choices. Do you think it's an appropriate punishment, or do you wish that Pete would have just said yes to the initial ones? Uh, okay. Um, well, this is amazing because you and I didn't preface this. This is a major talk topic me and Bogus have already discussed that we will talk about on Side B. I will tease this by saying Bogus and I are in lockstep on this. It has checks the boxes of great imagery, ridiculousness, will make people laugh hysterically. Where it misses the boat, and Bogus and I, again, will discuss this, there's no fear to losing this. Or at least for us. I don't know how you feel or Pete feels. If I lose the NIT bracket, there's maybe a sick part of me that hopes I lose the NIT bracket because this just feels like something funny and fun that I'd want to be a part of, whereas I would want no part of eating a cricket by any means, but I would do it. So this punishment, I think, is fun, will be hysterical. It's totally ridiculous, but I don't think there's a scary part when filling out the NIT bracket. Well, putting on your underwear is pretty gross. I guess it's true for you guys, but you also said over a bathing suit. So, I mean, for me, I wear the underwear every day, so there's really no fear. (laughs) I find that part to be pretty Yeah, I guess that's true. But the idea of, like, to me, I will not be able to stop laughing if I have three hot dogs in my mouth and I get hit in the face with a kielbasa. (laughs) Maybe I'm sick and twisted. Maybe Bogus is a little sick and twisted. But I find that hysterical. Yeah. that The scariest part about this is putting on your old clothes that have been sweat through and farted in and all that type of stuff, (laughs) and then getting dumped into what could be a very cold pool. It could be a very cold pool. You're right. Yeah, but, I mean, if you get dumped in, you get dumped in. I mean, again, I'm I'm asking to be burped in. Nobody prompted me that, so maybe I'm the wrong person to ask here. But to me, if we went over some of the ideas we had, right, that Pete vetoed, the cricket thing, that's really gross, but they're also, you know, made to be eaten. So you know it's not dangerous, but it's still something you're like, oh, I don't want to put that in my mouth. Uh, I had brought up, you know, fun, the bathroom attendant. The anxiety of asking people what they're going to do in the bathroom and maybe getting kicked out is, like, extreme. Oh, my goodness, I can't handle it. Um, and there were other ones. The dog turd one was a scary oh, one. your arm is shaking as you do that. You know what I mean? There's no fear. There's no anxiety. It's more of, like, this is really gross to put on my underwear if you're not me. Yeah. And There's no fear. There is you're the butt of the joke. Yeah. But, but it's no fear. But once it's over with... You're going to look back and laugh and go, remember that time I got hit in the face with a kielbasa by Baylands Booker and got thrown in a pool? It's a funny punishment. It's de- it checks the bar- well, boxes of fun. should we have included, and Bogus vetoed this, the burping in the face of the loser? Yes. Because yes. that would have been tough to deal with. But Pete also was like, no, enough. I've already agreed to three different things yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't get any of these guys. You know, they don't make them like they used to, DA. You know, the Bogushes, the DAs, they just, I mean, not the DAs. <laughs> The bogushes, the bodies, see, they don't make them like they used to. You know, Kenny Brock's getting burped in a face here. <laughs> uh, Joe D'Aloisio, he'll, he'll get burped in a face here. It just, you know, 
the kids today. They're cut from a different cloth. Yeah, maybe we've tortured everybody too much to where nobody has the stomach anymore to lose bets. I mean, I have the stomach to lose bets. I you know. know. And, I I, know. and by the way, this is the one I've never lost. I've never lost. I've never had to eat the hot sauce or anything like that. Now, at the time of taping, uh, half the NIT bracket hasn't played. My champions already eliminated, <laughs> so I might be in some trouble here. Yeah, this this one we ran into resistance because Pete said no to so many good things early. But I think if we had a workshop, it it's a pretty damn good one. Yeah, I, it's going to play on camera, and it's going to yeah. play on the air. And we get to do it in front of a crowd. Right. And it, it's for a good, you know, close starting summer. You know, that's the anticipation. You right. And forever, you may not be able to start summer without a kielbasa slap. <laughs> right. <laughs> it could, could become traditional. A good old-fashioned kielbasa slap, it could be tradition. That could be the, you know, summers don't start on Long Island until somebody's been hit in the face at a kielbasa. <laughs> do you think that Badlands is definitely in? Yeah. Because we haven't asked him about any of this. Which is so funny. There is no guest that we could have had <laughs> that we would, would be able to do all this without even asking them. Like, that's how confident I am. Now, could Badlands surprise us and we don't even know? And he goes, hey, guys, by the way, I'm on vacation. All right. If we really, really, really had to pivot. But it's also so far in advance that I don't even think it's worth it as bailing. Hey, in three months, are you available in the state to hit somebody in the face with a kill boss and belch? Like, I'm sure he's available. We'll get closer and ask him, and he'll be ready to go. I I do think this event could be really top-notch, and the question is who from the station, the network, will come visit? Last year, Schwartz made the trip. Shep made the trip. Caserta made the trip. Those were the non-DA show regulars that that came out for us. I know Schwartz will be there again because he's already asked me his sentiments coming again. I know, <laughs> which I don't know. Uh, I know that Caserta will be there. He's, he's already asked it. me about a date to take off. I guess if he's calling a minor league baseball game, I mean, he could even take off of that. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> he's that committed. I know that Pat Boyle will be there. He's already stated he is coming. And I know I'm missing somebody else that wasn't there that, oh, Zach Gelb's obviously going to have to be there because he's parking the cars. Right. So, yeah, I mean, if we end up with a – and now Shep might show up and run through, but if Shep doesn't show and we get a boil for boil Gelb, I mean, it could look like the Waller trade to the Giants. <laughs> you think Jack will show up? It's a great question. I'm interested to see Jack Stern's mindset with the DA show, you know, come when this event comes in a couple right. weeks. It depends on where he stands. Right. Um, Today, if the event is held, probably not. Yeah, and by the way, we really haven't talked much with him, so I don't even know how he feels about any of us. Like, is he still willing to joke around and, and he wants to be a part? Like, he could embrace that and say, like, this is really good for me to Which be there. Which is what Schwartz did last year, embraced it. Right. Maybe there's a turning there. Or maybe he's really fed up with us and thinks that we've poked too much fun at him and he stays away completely. So, I don't know. If he's there, hopefully we get him reading story time, night before Christmas. I'd love for him to show up. I'd love for people to meet Jack. I think he's a really fascinating young man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that'll draw them to come back to next year for sure. It's nice that Knockout Neil did call up and say it was all just a joke and a prank that went awry. And he's Nice not gonna, for you. He's not going to try to punch me in the face, which is good. <laughs> it's amazing you're still thinking about it. It's still in the back of your head big time. <laughs> Well, anybody that worried about that, he called and <laughs> Again, said, DA was worried it's, about it's it. not going to happen. He did want to be punished, though. He was angling for, I'm not going to show up. I said, you don't have to not show up. 
Yeah, he wanted to, I'll take the place of whoever in the chair. I mean. Yeah, and we're like, no, no, whoever loses the NIT has to do that. But maybe he does get slapped by Kilbasa. Maybe that is the punishment. So he gets a slap, too. I mean, you're going to have people lined up like it's to play the uh, the gun shooting the water in the clown's mouth at the fair at this point. Everybody's going to want to get slapped with Kabaza if Badlands <laughs> is swinging a good stick that day. I, I was thinking that if you get a really good Kilbasa, and um, <laughs> my parents grew up in, a, in like, a, a Polish section of Brooklyn. They're not Polish, but... So my grandma section was, <laughs> yeah, the neighborhood definitely. And, um, so I, I grew up around going to see my grandma and around all these meat shops, the butcher shops and kielbasa shops and hanging meats all over the place. So I know that there's a lot of different kinds of kielbasa. And one of the ones that my grandma did use to put, cause she was Slovakian would put in like cabbage and sauerkraut were like big, hunkin', wide things like this, and it had a very hard exterior. Really thick, really dense, hard exterior. You get hit by one of those, it's not floppy. It's like a wiffle ball bat. That could that could sting. So this yeah. is no easy task, depending on the type of basa we use. And uh, I used to cork a wiffle ball bat back in the day. It could be like a corked wiffle ball bat, yeah. and those, those are heavy, yeah. No, it could actually hurt. I mean, that is the fear. I think... It's it's one of those things that could be so painful. It's actually very funny, you know. Like like I don't know. You get hit so hard. I don't. Just this. I'm just picturing me getting hit in the sound. My cheek makes just three hot dogs choke back. I'm a sucker for a good cheap laugh. I am going to laugh hysterically. So yeah. That's just the way I look at it. I I don't know. I just. But again, I've done everything. You know, I've been half nude. I've done this, that, and the other. That like I'm. I might be like in Practical Joker season thirteen. Nothing you're gonna do is gonna phase me. <laughs> Yesterday, Tuesday's show, I did the home studio show. And right out of the shoot, I felt like when I tossed to you, it was a little tense. Was there anything yesterday? It was the weather day. Snow, rain, freezing rain. Anything back here at the studio? Maybe Pete didn't get a great night's sleep or something huh. like that. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm usually good about this. Because there are a lot of days Pete's in a bad Because by the end of the show, there was definitely fine. Now, I will admit, yesterday morning, Tuesday morning, I woke up and uh, Taylor had a little bit of a drip. It was like coughing directly in my face. So I didn't have a great night's sleep and I had a little bit of a dry throat. Pete definitely had some parking troubles on Tuesday. And I think he showed up with like 12 minutes to spare with the show. So there might have been a little bit of a runaround. Oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. It was Pete got here with like 12 minutes to spare. I was having a lot of trouble on sound check behind the scenes. It just, nothing was sticking, nothing was playing to me right. And you had asked for Trevor Bauer sound from, that we had played with, you know, his dream. So To play I, in Japan. I had asked Pete if he could get it. And now I'm remembering exactly what happened. And I went about my business doing the sound check. And then when the show started, you were doing, you're in the middle of doing the cold open. I turned to Pete and I said, okay, where did you put the Bauer so I can listen for whatever day is doing? He goes, what are you talking about? I said, well, I just asked him. And he goes, why? What bow are you talking? Yeah, you grabbed the sound. And he got kind of semi-nasty me quickly. I said, okay, sorry, Pete. I Maybe you didn't hear me or whatever. And he's like, I got no parking around here. He got all stressed out. So then in the process of that, uh. I pulled it during the cold open. 
And the way you worded the email, I was a little confused. And then when I went to talk to you down the line, uh, you said something to me effect of like, uh, well, you know, we wouldn't understand the other part in Japanese. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then Pete got snippy with me after that and was like, I told you. Now, why would we play anything Japanese on the air? And I'm like, all right, enough, Pete. That was what happened at the okay. beginning of the show yesterday. There was this promotional video that the Yokohama Bay Stars uh, unveiled <laughs> with Trevor Bauer signing. And Trevor Bauer in it says, this has been a dream of mine. I've Good. always dreamt about playing in Japan. I'm like, this is so stupid. So in the topic email, I was like, hey, just pull the Bauer part. I just want the Bauer part, but I want all of Bauer. And so you right. went down the line and you were like, okay, DA, what part of the Trevor Bauer thing did you want? I, you said something like, do, do you want anything more than Bauer? I go, no, the rest is in Japanese. <laughs> okay. So now to explain my part that obviously you were down the line, so I, I couldn't convey it to you that I was trying to explain to Pete. The way I interpreted the way you wrote it was pull the clip, specifically the Bauer part at the end, which to me, I took it as, there's like a Japanese manager speaking that into Bauer saying that. Like, I didn't know what the angle was for the funny. And I'm, I thought to myself, well, we've played like Russian TV calls uh, or Spanish TV calls where like, yeah, we don't understand it. But that combined with Bauer then answering in English is a yeah. dream of mine would be funny. That was my mindset. Gotcha. So that's what I was thinking. But Pete, A, didn't hear me. B, was rushed himself because he was running late. I guess he blamed weather and parking, even though seemingly me and him take the same route and I was here. No problem. Uh, and D, then suddenly he knew enough to tell me I grabbed the wrong part, yet he didn't hear me to pull I it. I see. Yesterday you also <laughs> admitted you that you left, uh, you left, was it Taylor or was it Peyton? Peyton. You left Peyton with a grocery store employee so that you could go to the bathroom. Yeah. You did it in hour number one so that Danielle didn't hear it. By the time you got home, had Danielle heard it? I haven't heard a word yet. <laughs> And Your my family either? Nobody. I've dodged it big time. And I did notice it snuck out there on Twitter. I have not heard a word yet. It snuck out. Now, my wife's a little preoccupied. She's about to do this big girl's trip, so I think she's, like, finally looking forward to them. So I think she's less, the focus is less on me and the things I'm saying right now on the air, which is good. But I thought for sure I was doomed, mother-in-law, aunt, something like that. Uh, but as of 10.33 a.m. on Thursday, I've dodged one here. Did you really think... In the worst case scenario, you could go to the bathroom, drop trow, sit on a toilet, and hold your little girl no. in your hands? No, what was going to be my... I, I mean, I said that for imagery, but here... All right. I saw people on Twitch debate, why couldn't she just do this? My daughter can walk. Peyton can walk. She's now a year and a half old. She's saying some words. She's clearly not having conversations. But, like, to her, if I... She's not in a, a stroller. I have her in the shopping cart. I had already shopped, okay? The groceries are paid for. I know how long a ride home is, and I'm in a panic spot. I'm not going to wheel my groceries and fresh produce into a stinky <laughs> bathroom. So I have, an, I have a decision to make. Three decisions I can make. A, do I chance a ride home, and if there's one accident, I'm screwed, and I'm in my pants again, okay? <laughs> do I wheel the cart with my daughter into the bathroom, and now I have my daughter sitting in a cart plus fresh produce, and I'm, like, jimmying the, the stall door half open to keep an eye on her while the produce is just getting stank poo air throughout it. Okay, I can make that decision. Or decision three, I mean, these seem like lovely front-end <laughs> managers and cashiers. Can I say, hey, can I just run in the restroom real quick? It's a kid. My groceries are right here. I mean, if you guys have cameras, I really thought I was in good shape here. And that was the decision I made. I didn't want to go in my pants, and I didn't want poo air on my romaine. Okay? And what did Twitch say you should have done? Just bring her in the bathroom, have her stand there. 
If I put her there standing there as I'm cracking eggs, let's call it, <laughs> you know what she's going to do? She's going to get on her hands and knees. She's going to crawl underneath the stalls. And then what am I going to do? I'm going to run out into a store when she opens the door with my Johnson Phil Broad hanging without me having wiped? Do you think that's the scene anybody needs? I would have been thrown out and arrested. So I did the sensible thing. I hired a, I hired a cashier to watch my kid for two minutes. It wasn't like I sat there and read the Times. I was getting in and out. As your quote, cracking eggs. Cracking eggs. It, it was what it was. I, I wasn't proud of it. A father's got to make decisions in life. You said it today on Wednesday's show. You know, sometimes the parent has to make the decision for the kid. I made the decision to leave her with a cashier. Oh, man, my sides hurt. Oh, well, I mean, I guess when you lay it out that way, what are the other options? I mean, you weren't going to hold her over you as you went. Yeah, I mean, that, that in theory, like, that's... I guess if you're going to call it best case scenario, I hold her like it's the Lion King over the cliff as I'm sitting there with my hairy thighs. And then what do I do when I got to wipe? Then I still risk I'm not done. <laughs> exactly. And she's, you know, she's in scoot and move it move right now. She wants to be on the move. I mean, it is, I get it. She's a one and a half year old. She doesn't need to see daddy sitting there, you know, launching missiles into the bowl. The kid doesn't need that. <laughs> so you could not, had you not had fresh produce. <laughs> Could you have strawberries, blueberries? It was a bushel of bananas. Okay. Let's just say it was all boxed or canned items. Could you have pushed the cart into the bathroom and left her in the top of it? Okay. So, no, because again, the cart doesn't fit in these stalls. So mm. I would have had the. But it's just in the bathroom, not in the stall. But at that point, aren't I better off if somebody watches her? What if somebody walks in the bathroom and just takes her and the cart out? I'm better off if somebody keeping an eye on her. So, I mean, I guess I could have taken all the bags out, put them on the floor, and then had her, like, sit on my lap, I guess. But that's not <laughs> ideal for anybody. And now my SpaghettiOs are on the floor of a bathroom. You don't even want your shoelace touching that. So you come out of the bathroom. It was quick. I'm telling you, it was three minutes. And you come out of the bathroom, and you go up to where the cash register is? Yeah, and I'm telling you, the bathroom is in the front of where the cash register were, like, she was three feet outside the bathroom door. It was like that cashier. So it wasn't like I had to walk to the floral section and then find her. She was right the, there. Is the, is the cashier working as she... Yeah, so it was a cashier and a bagger. So I knew, you know, look, if the bagger's got to take a 10-second take a, <laughs> take a time out to watch the kid. And they just had the cart sitting there. And, you know, they were waving hi to her. She bagged groceries. And it was fine. I kept an eye on her. And I ran out of the bathroom. I took it back. Thank you. Have a good day. And that was the end of it. It was the right thing to do. I was a good dad in that moment. It was. I, I'm sure my family and wife would say just attempt to drive home. But I, I knew my body. But you thought in a 20-minute drive home, you would go in your pants. It was one of those, it was starting to brew as I was going down the aisle. <laughs> I was like, something's not sitting right. Something's not sitting right. Something's not sitting right. Let me get out of here. Let me get out of here. Let me get out of here. And then you go, beep, 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 beep. You know, they're ringing up the groceries. And then I start. I look at the time, and it was like 3.30. That could start like rush hour a little bit. And I happened to be, because I was going to Costco further away, not like a mile and a half up the road. I'm like literally like 15, 20 minutes. I happened to go to the supermarket because I was trying to do one stop, make it really easy in the same shopping center. And then I just started doing math in my head. And I said, like, I could, but if I'm already feeling like this now, and like, honestly, what if there was one accident on the ride home and I'm stuck there? Then, like, I'm now I'm throwing out boxers. I'm throwing out pants. I'm having to go to the car wash. I might have to get it detailed. You start, like, then the, is that cost worth it, or is it three minutes? And if your kid gets kidnapped, hopefully that doesn't happen. You're okay. That's what I did. 
I actually had a bathroom panic moment recently. What? You're getting fat and you have a bathroom panic <laughs> moment? <laughs> On my flight back from Florida, when I went to spring training, no. I woke up and we had bought some supplies for the house and we had this big case of bottled water. We got through like half of it. And so I'm leaving the house. to. We're all going to the airport and we had to leave behind a lot of good food and water, which I hope I asked the guy that rented it. What, what happens with our food and water and he's like i hope that the the maids or the cleaning people come and they just take it and they they keep it because right. it was still good stuff but i said oh, let me grab a uh, bottled water before i get out of here and i slug it on the way to the airport of the uber you know before you got to go through tsa i never went to the bathroom before i got on the flight what is what is wrong with you i just i didn't have to go i didn't think of it oh I, you gotta force it before you board a plane i went right through tsa Wait, and we're going to, you know, get on. I was one of the first groups, and it's early, and I'm kind of like a little groggy. And I sit down, and suddenly I'm like, oh, boy, I kind of got to go pee. Oh, no. But now. Are you in an aisle seat? I'm in the window seat. Oh, how rude. Window seat. And I'm just planning every trip that I take, if it's going to be early morning, I'm just like, window seat, I'll fall asleep. I don't have to bother anybody. They don't have to bother me. And... We then put on our seatbelts. The two guys next to me get on. And now the cockpit is closed. And I'm like, wow, I really got to go pee. I oh, really have to go. come on. I got to go pee. And I went through a panic. Like, how long does it take to get in the air to where it's safe to get up to where you can then get oh, out of the aisle? Because it's now too late. If I, I can't ask these guys as we're almost like, Taxiing to take off. Oh, and then you're in an uncomfortable flight for two because then you're looking like the guy that just made them get up the moment they sat down. And the the crew would have been pissed at me. So now I start going into panic mode, just like you, like doing the math. What is it? Ten minutes? Is it fifteen minutes? Is it twenty minutes? How long does it take for me to appropriately ask to go to the bathroom? Forget in the air, you could be lined up fifteen planes deep on the runway. That's the other thing. Is it going to be delayed on takeoff? And I started panicking, going. Oh my God, what do I do? And it, there was like really no good answer. I didn't know what to do. So I said, you know what? Some of this might just be anxiety that I quote, gotta go. So I started doing like breathing exercises and just forget breathing. I just was like, imagine anything not stressful. Okay. Don't think about having to go to the bathroom. Think about being on the beach where you just were yesterday. Think about a ball game. Think about like, a TV show. Think about, I had that Bo Jackson book. I was like, let me just start reading the book. Distract me. Not about <laughs> your to, Bo Jackson, about the their actual Bo days. Jackson. Yeah. And it was just like, let me just try to calm my mind. No, I'm serious. No, no joke. Suddenly my urge to go to the bathroom went away. I just didn't need to. Wow. It. I had distracted myself away from, oh my God, oh my God. Now, once we started taking off 10 minutes later, five minutes later or whatever, I was like, okay, now we're in the air, and now I feel safe that if we're in the air for another five minutes, I, I can hold it now. Right. It was the unknown of how long might oh. you have to hold it. And then I let us get in the air. I let us have the, okay, the cabins are open. You can get up. And pretty quickly after they said you can get up, I did. I mean, it was almost, you know, instantaneous because I didn't want to then wait. They fall asleep. Exactly beverage cart comes i'm caught be behind the <laughs> beverage cart so i got up there early and i don't think they were thrilled with me the two guys because it was pretty early in the flight 
but you know, once I could get up and go to the bathroom and do it, I was like, oh my goodness, thank God, because there was a real sheer panic. So I know of what you talk about of just you the unknown's the worst part. That's it. Because you think about worst case scenario. Sure, everybody has the ability to hold it. I've gambled too many times and lost, you know. I, I can't go up there. Now the only thing that I will tell you is if you were in the bat if you were in the car and really had to go to the bathroom. You do control your own fate where you can drive off into a side road and just go in like in the woods in the bushes or the woods. I mean, I have some respect for myself. What am I gonna use a sock? Well, so the the cleanup might be a problem, but maybe you have I mean, napkins in the car from a fast food run or something. Chipotle napkins. I take two two hundred out of there and everything. Yeah, right. So you do control your own fate when you're driving your car, etc. The problem with you're in the air. The airplane is that you don't control anything. You're at the mercy of <laughs> the uncontrollable. Yeah, you you're at the mercy of what line and the taxiing you are. I literally though I've switched. I've gone from window seat guy to aisle seat guy because of the bathroom. Really? Because I just don't want to be in that spot where I'm getting up now. If somebody gets up in the window seat, I have to understand I can't get mad at that because that's the reason I picked the aisle too. I'd rather have the aisle and just know if I got to make a run for it, I make a run for it. I think with how loose your situation is that's the smart play to always yeah. have freedom yeah. of access and i'm telling you i've done this like three straight flights i've been on and i don't think i've gotten up once just like now that i've used it but ease of mind yeah exactly and i think the ease of mind makes me not i'd rather i'd just rather know i have the ability not to stress out about it that's it yeah but it's the unknown that's what that's what paralyzes you yeah look it's the, it's the jets with aaron Rodgers. you don't know what the future holds you get excited about it but it can scare you last point is if Rodgers goes to the Jets, and the season implodes. Rodgers throws bad interceptions. They miss the playoffs. It's a bad playoff loss. What will Pete be like? Because he's been banging the drum for Rodgers this whole time, but I think he's starting to see the 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 potential pitfalls of this. Pete will very quickly forget that he was so pro this move and be critical of the organization, crush them. They're a disgrace. This is why they don't win anything. Uh, and I am never going to let Pete forget that this is what he wanted and this is what he hammered home. I will personally tell you that I have become very pro-Jet over the years. I am going to be in Pete's ear after every single Jet downfall this year if they have Rodgers, and I will make Pete's life a living hell this fall. Really? Yes, I will. Yes, I will, because I, I told him so, and I'm pr- I don't want this for the Jets, and I care about the Jets because I have people I love that are Jet fans. I don't want this for him, and Pete, you want to be that pro about it? You're never going to forget it now. <laughs> Because you and I have been warning against the Jets doing this. Don't it's do it. You don't want Rodgers. It's, it's a mistake. Go mistake. after Derek Carr. It's not as sexy, but it's more effective. And Bilotti's just like, no, we want Rodgers. We want to win. We want to win a Super Bowl. We don't want Derek Carr. Yeah, and I think there was a point in time Pete even turned to me and said, if there is really a 1 in 600 chance that an asteroid is hitting us in 23 years, this is exactly why you do get Rodgers. You take the <laughs> chance because the window isn't that big anyway. That from Stunder with News. <laughs> So we wait to see. Well, on Thursday morning, we're going to have a big-time announcement, a musical guest. That's big. I mean, will it be boys to men? (laughs) We don't know. Snap, perhaps? It could be snap. We don't know. We'll see what happens on Thursday. And on side B, you and Bogus are discussing the NIT bracket bet. Yeah, exactly. Let's get into, uh, you know, our thoughts on the punishment. And we may even ask the question, did Pete actually ruin the fear of punishments on the DA show? (laughs) Okay, then. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's next? Hey, howdy doody doody. How's everybody doing? It's Mraz, it's Bogish here on side B of the PGP. What's going on, Bogues? Hey, Shawnee, how are you? I'm doing well, man. Uh, I'm doing well. We are in uh, mid-March. We're taping this on March 15th, which mm-hmm. means we're halfway through what I could consider to be the biggest tease month of the calendar. Interesting. Okay. Um, We're close to spring. Yes. There was a point in time where... In my life, I thought March was spring, and I mean, it really hasn't been spring for at least 10 years, and maybe it never really was spring, and I just kind of thought that way in school. Like, you get some nice days, but overall, it's kind of a crappy weather month, at least where we are. But we do get actual spring, like, in a week, don't we? Forget the technical term, spring. No, I mean, I'm not arguing, I'm just remembering that that is next, like, week or so, right? Where it's officially, or technically spring? So, I really don't know the answer to this, like, because we're in the Northeast. I don't know if because you kind of go through, like, the motions of, like, Easter coming, school spring break. Right. We always were trained in our mind that, hey, when you hit March, you know, comes in like a lion out like a lamb. Like, you're going to hit spring during March. Reality, it doesn't happen. I kind of look at spring starting... In essence, when opening day hits the very last day of March or the beginning of April, sure. and then even then you have some crap days, but I really look at March as a giant tease. Although I feel like March is, the last couple of Marches here in New York have been more winter than previous. Like, this well, month has I mean. sucked more than, like, have we had a good day? Like, I, because I, here's it's my, wet. here's my judge. Um, when it's nice enough, I'll walk from here, like a mile and a half north to Penn Station to get to my train. Because I have that much time to kill, I haven't walked in weeks. Between the temperature, the wind, and yeah. precipitation, March sucks. It totally. There's sucks. been no tease. It just straight sucks right now. And because of that, it always feels like April like gets good, but not. It's not in prime time yet. You really wait for May, and then you know you can have some crap days in May too. Yeah, we're all out of whack because December is cold. Then January and February have been a little more mild in recent and years. Goes back to being and now crappy. it goes back to being crappy in March. Yeah, I agree. We don't December- have a straight you know, run from fall into winter to spring. I, I was outside for the Giant Eagle playoff game by, by the back. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Bizarre. But, uh, hey, look, you're not here for the weather. That's just my take on March. What you are here for, though, is the NIT bracket challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bogues, you and I had already discussed what we were going to talk about. And it turns out DA asked me about that specific thing on side A. And that was the idea of... The punishment being, you know, put on uh, an old pair of my crappy underwear, uh, right. a, a Nets jersey I wore 20 years ago, gets put three hot dogs in your mouth, get slapped by a kielbasa, get thrown in a pool. And you and I, off the record, both had a similar com- or had the same conversation. We had not talked to Pete about this, DA about this, Cap about this. When DA introduced this bet, and we went through a list of 15 different ones, and we kind of comboed these, 
I think we all kind of put the stamp of approval because we were waiting for Pete, the body, to put the stamp of approval, which yeah. is kind of our first problem. Yep. Okay? And you and I, in I guess, on our own in the days that followed, kind of sat back and thought about it. And while absolutely ridiculous, and including you saying, I don't really understand the kielbasa slap. I still don't. Or the hot dogs in the mouth. Yes. It is absolutely going to be hysterical imagery. But at its core, you and I are totally at ease if we lose the NIT bracket challenge. My only concern is just not performing well. Like, uh, but I'm not afraid of the punishment. Like, I didn't want to eat hot salsa. I didn't want to put on a bunny costume and hand out right. Easter candy to the boss around here. I don't necessarily want to get hit in the face by kielbasa, but like, this is a completely doable thing. Right. Like, my only concern is like logistics of a bathing suit being wet changing at your house. Yeah, well, Other than that, I couldn't care less. Yeah, I, so I agree, man. This is not for me getting naked in Central Park around a pink Speedo where like, right. those images have lived forever uh, or how cold it was when I was painted in blue outside. I mean, it was so oh, cold. Oh, I remember that. Um, that was like ice, ice cold. Uh, or even, honestly, I would have been petrified at the idea of putting even a chocolate-covered cricket in my mouth. That was the one that pizza, See, no bugs. I, I even was okay. I, I was okay with that. Oh, one. I would have done it. I, I put it this way: I would not have vetoed it, but I would have had fear. Like I don't want to eat that. Yeah, because I, I, and maybe I'm wrong, but every time I've seen someone like eat them on TV, whatever, they're just like you don't taste any. It's like you don't taste bug. Maybe. So like I was okay on that one. The dog dingleberry versus chocolate chip. It's never a thing, so I wasn't worried about that either. Um, the idea of the anxiety of asking people if they're going one or two in the bathroom as you tell them where they can go. That one I didn't love because that was that's embarrassing. And that's an anxiety one. Yeah, and again, as I said on the air, like we can't be jerks at City Field for multiple yeah. reasons. Like, that one I didn't love. But then I we got love. close to agreeing at a Long Island Ducks game. Pete only wanted yeah. to do the two innings. Right. And, so the, the main basis here is, Bogues, you and I have both already had our champion eliminated. Yeah. If this was about eating hot salsa where I thought, like, oh, my goodness, forget even putting it in my mouth. Like, I might have to worry about, like, what it feels like 12 hours later, yeah, you know, yeah, out yeah. the other end, something like that. I would already start to feel like I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Eh, man, Rutgers lost last night. I really was like, oh, well. what? You know what? Honestly, I'll laugh hysterically if I get slapped with a kill yeah, boss. I'm just, I, I, I just want to win from a, or not lose from a competitive standpoint, right. but I'm not now full of dread. So at its core, when you think about all the DA punishments that we've done, is this truly a punishment if we, we enter a contest where it's like, ah, who cares if we lose? Well, so I, I, I want to be careful here. I told you off the years. I, no, I, 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 nothing can change. I know nothing that. Nothing can change. This is the punishment. Nothing can right. change because we say we're not scared. But yeah, like I don't, my first objection was, I thought that morning we were coming up with Pete-only punishments. And then that's what you did. Yeah. That's what I did. That's what I was under the impression. Right. And then DA just did everybody signs up for this one thing. I was prepared to eat crickets and Pete have yeah. to do whatever he wanted to do. Right. I, I, I still, I really don't understand the meat thing at all. I really <laughs> don't. Um, I, I, it's, it doesn't seem like embarrassing enough to me. It just... I want to know why it's in DA's head to have three hot dogs in your mouth and then get hit by a kielbasa. Like, I feel like a psychiatrist could help us go down that path. Oh, that might come from. out in the ESPN 30 for 30. Right. But, like, I just, yeah, it's like, it's, it doesn't seem that punitive. It doesn't seem that, like, I'm going to be wet. And the funny part's going to be your clothes looking well, weird on me. And as long as I'm protected from your undies, I couldn't care less. That was DA's point. DA thinks the real punishment part is having to wear a pair of my old underwear. And I said, but if it's over a bathing yeah. suit. You know, it might look gross or whatever, but DA, I think, is very fearful of that. That's where his fear comes from. Do you think this— To me, how can I be fearful? It's my own— Right. Now, do you think this, like, connects—we're going to keep going deep here— like, into body issues where, like, 
he doesn't want to be in your bigger loose or doesn't want like hmm. no his, I just think his it's, body hanging out of a jersey I or? just don't think he wants his body two inches within where my skids are I think that's what it comes down to and these are you said like 13 year old yeah undies? I might I might wear them on Thursday I haven't decided if I'm gonna wear those on top of the basketball jersey I gotta pull everything out and remember yeah but yeah, no, I mean, eventually I could tweet out a picture as the days come. But Can't either wait. way, I mean, this is how summer is going to start. We're going to announce the date on on Thursday. We're right. taping this on Wednesday. But that, you know, so it brings us back to Pete. Yeah. All right. The reason this is the punishment, as we mentioned, is because Pete. No, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing that. You know, we're going to have other contests with other punishments coming up. If it was this difficult to get Pete to agree to this. Has Pete actually ruined the essence of punishment bets on the DA show forever? And they've been a fabric for a decade. I know you haven't been here the whole decade, right. but still. I mean, at some point, we may have to seriously consider, like, Pete, you're not welcome in this? Well, right. If he's like, it, We all have our own lines that we're not going to cross, and we're never going to go down the paths that you have gone down because some of those things are just ridiculous. Like, you're, I'm never going to allow someone to throw batteries at me. Again, I won that bet. but We all have different things going on. But Pete has almost no room for anything. Like, I don't know yeah. what Pete's willing to do still. And it's so odd. Like, yes. that's the, you know, Pete's an odd guy in general. Mm-hmm. Which but, is why we love him. But it's not as if we're putting anybody in actual harm's way. Like, there's no physical. Now, you can work at the batteries. Maybe that was a mistake years later. It was. Um, yeah, I guess I could have been frozen outside, but like in yeah. reality, we're not truly going to put you anywhere where you're actually going to be harmed. No, I mean, I was there that day where you were outside in Giants Blue and we didn't let you stay out there too yeah, long. Big deal. Like, like what, like what, because an image could stay forever on the internet? Like, nobody's looking at, you know, Jimmy Dean down there. I mean, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, what are you scared of? And if you eat a cricket, like, what is that going to do to you, Pete? You pop it in your mouth for two seconds. It would suck, but who cares? Yeah, like, so, again, we've discussed this. I don't, some of the things that he was adamant are not about are not fearful, like, right. thinking that they were, like, beneath him. Like that, how dare you ask me to park a car. Which is such a disgrace. And, and really is so unfair to anybody that actually does that job. Like, And and there is almost nothing negative. Like, I'd, if you suggested that to me on a list of punishments, I'd probably say yes to that one immediately because who cares if I'm parking Gloria Splat's car? I'd rather do that than be naked somewhere or embarrassed in work. Do you think if next year... The Super Bowl trip came around, and CBS Sports Radio, we said, you know, we had room for one more person to make the trip. Did we send Pete? And we went to Pete and said, Pete, here's the deal. You have to park Bogus Mraz and DA's car for a week outside the station when they pull up, find them parking. And to conclude the week on Friday, you got to eat three chocolate-covered crickets, and then you can go to the Super Bowl. Would he say yes? I kind of wish you had kept this off the podcast, off the air, because I, I, I think this is fascinating. Because that is that's his, the one thing he's wanted to right, do. That's his number one wish, his number one complaint, that he's never been sent anywhere on a remote like that. He, and he thinks he deserves the, re, again, reward of I that trip. I should be rewarded, he right. said. Um, I, I don't know what he would do. I really don't know what he would do in that situation. Huh. I don't know what's the stronger feeling. Because if he, if he says no, I'm not, you know, doing this and, and whatever to do this. And then he doesn't go. Then you lose the right to say, "How come I can never go?" Right, right. I, but I, if he does it to just to go, then we say, "Well, so you could do it for that, but you couldn't do it for the good of the show." It's yeah, a great dilemma to put him in. I, it's it. I mean, it almost is worth raising the funds to make it possible. Hmm. Like it's almost worth us somehow pooling money to make it a thing. 
where like we can pay for his ticket, but he's uh. got to do this because that is maybe the hardest decision he'd ever have to make professionally. Well, the good news is he's not going to listen to this to know we talked about it. That's true. So, that you is know what? True. We should end on this dramatic note. Okay. Bogus. Where can we follow you on Twitter? Uh, at Lucy Burge. Okay. And you could, that's definitely not where you can follow Bogus. You can follow me at Mraz CBS. Take care, everyone. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.